Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Power lift. Living in faithful truth. John 8 and 32 says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Power to lift you up, power to set you free. We need a power lift, the truth will set you free. Living in faithful truth, receive the work you need. Power of the gospel ministries, preach the word indeed. We're here to help each other, witness the truth and protect each other. So we set aside ourselves so we can reach each other. So let your worship cry, let your praise out. Now let the truth offend you, release that holy shout. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Here we are. We back again. This is Reverend Red and Lady Crystal. We are here. And we are here bringing you another episode of Power Lift, Living in Faithful Treat on Positive Power 21 Radio. Oh, my God. Shout out to Jerry Royce live, my boy. Thank God for the hey, opportunity. Hey. Thank God for him and what he's doing for us in our ministry. And thank God for today. Like I said, what did I tell you? When I first came on this radio show, I am. We are always thankful, thanking God for opportunities, thanking God for people, thanking God for friends and loved ones, for people that have been praying for us. Speaking of praying, I would like to start with a quick prayer. Let's pray, Father God. We ask that you would bless, bless this interview, bless this show, bless Jerry Royce, Father God. Father God, we pray that you would bless everyone that would be listening, that would tune in, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, we do pray. We Say amen, amen, and amen again. I just want to thank you for joining us on Power Lift on tonight. Oh man, like my wife is going to come with the introduction of this of this guest that we have on tonight. And who we, man, I I have to say I'm not worthy, man. I'm reading about this young man, and I'm telling you, man, is I I just I can't wait to talk to him. Amen. So y'all stay tuned. Don't don't go nowhere, and and just listen to what this brother <laughs> has to say because I'm sure it is filled with wisdom and knowledge straight from heaven. And I am excited to hear what he has to say with these questions that we have for him. It is absolutely going to be a blessing. Power of the Gospel Ministry based in Dallas, Texas, and we are here. Power Lift is all about you shall hear the truth, and the truth shall set you free. We are here to encourage. We are here to uplift. We are here to bless. We are not here to argue with anyone about religion. We are just going to tell you about what our Lord and Savior have done for us. 
And we are bringing people on here that's going to tell you what Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior, have done for them. And that is, that is what we're about. So at this time, I'm going to turn it over to Lady Kay, and she's going to come with our introduction, <laughs> you know, in her own special way. Come on, Lady Kay. Hey, hey. I'm so glad that y'all have joined us today. If you want to know more about our ministry, more um, how you can get in contact with us, you can go to powerofthegospel.org. Let me say that one more time, powerofthegospel.org. Please contact us. Join our Power Nation. Um, get on our, our Facebook Lives and Periscope Lives and experience the power of the gospel for yourself. But on tonight, I am so excited to introduce Pastor Emo Andre Stanton. This, I love how my husband said, young man. Um, Amen. <laughs> with, <laughs> with over 30 years of ministry experience, um, I want to introduce to some as, and introduce to others that do not know Pastor Emo Stanton. He is a preacher, a teacher, an author, administrator, a businessman, a public mm -hmm. speaker, and a community advocate. He is um, a associate minister at Mount Erie Church of God in Christ under the leadership of Bishop J. Lewis Skelton, senior pastor and servant leader. In 1994, he became a licensed minister and later ordained as an elder in the Church of God in Christ International. He is gifted, a gifted preacher, teacher, singer, and author. He is the author of My Pain, Your Gain that came out um, just about a year ago. You can get his book on Amazon. Uh-huh. And then also with all of his years of experience, um, he's also on um, drug and alcohol addiction counseling and community partnerships. He has done so much. Uh, I'm just going to end it there because we just don't, we want to give him time to speak. But the scripture that he stands on is from Matthew twenty twenty seven, and whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. So with that being said, meet, um, enjoy, um, be blessed by Pastor Emo Stanton. Amen. Come amen. 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 I thank you. I thank you all, all the way from Dallas. You know, this is a yes. privilege for me that God has taken me uh, so far. And listen, I'm right in the comfort of my own living room, but yet still Amen. he's taken me so far. And I had no idea that during this pandemic, and the scripture is true, what the devil meant for evil, God will mm. mean it for your good. So mm. I've been in Chicago, I've been in Atlanta, I've been Dallas, I've been in Florida, I've been all over the place, and God has put fire to this book and um, people wow. are starting to gravitate to it and, and, and get blessed by it. And I, you know, I, I can only thank God for it because I had no idea what God was doing in my life at the time. Uh, you know, we all, when we get saved when we're in ministry and doing what we believe to be the will of God, we all mm -hmm. think that we're doing something well, doing something right because it feels right. And oftentimes what feels right is not necessarily what is right according to the will of God. And so 
sometimes right. we can get we can get sidetracked and and i mm-hmm. i tell people mm-hmm. all the time the best the best way to be is transparent and honest because that lamp that light that people are looking for they're looking for a serious light they're not looking for something that's you know uh, uh fake not something that's you know uh a, a host but they're looking for a true light it doesn't have that's to be right. perfect, but it has to be true it has to be that's true right. god says you know they that worship him must worship him in worship spirit, spirit and, and in, in truth, truth. Yes, yeah sir. Yes, and, sir. and that's yes, it sir. the truth of the matter is um we're truly blessed just to be alive to Day Amen. And, uh, and to be on your show, Power Lift. The Amen. Power well, thank you. Show. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. <laughs> I just want to let you know, I, when my wife, like, we always research our guests, right? Because we yes. want to miss uh-huh. the detail, right? And when my wife sent me the text, I'm like, what is this? How many people are going to be on the show? <laughs> and I'm like, where is this? And I'm like, man, I am honored, man. I'm absolutely honored to meet you. I thank God for you. Hello. I thank God for the work that you're doing, man. And I'm um, I, I just want I just want to share something with you. You know, like I say, a young mm-hmm. man, because see, I'm fifty great. You heard that? Wow. Right? Fifty great. Yeah. Not, not yeah, fifty yeah, eight. Yeah. Fifty great. <laughs> I hear that. I, I hear that. Yeah, I don't. I don't get caught up in numbers. I get caught up in spirit. My spirit is yes, young. Sir. Your spirit is young. My wife's spirit yes, is sir. young. A brother Jerry, yeah. that's his spirit is young. You know, mm-hmm. you can live as old as age as the years want to take you, but as long as you keep yeah. your mind in your Spirit young, mm-hmm. I'm young yeah. in the eyes of the Lord, you know, and that's what we need to be. That's we need it. to be young in our spirit. For Pastor, because there's so much, and like I said, we need probably we need a series to get all it. Yes, from a you. series. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because this ain't going to be enough time, man. This is not going to be enough time. But Pastor, and I'm going to get to your book in a minute. My wife might her question yes. might go right into your book, but I'm going to start out with this tonight, okay? Because mm-hmm. our theme on tonight is faith. And foolishness. Okay, oh, okay. that's our theme on tonight. And you know, I look at your scripture mm-hmm. with the with the disciples when because that's when Jesus told the disciples the 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 one that mm-hmm. want to be the greatest, you know, should be the one that's willing to serve because they mm-hmm. were having a foolish argument about who's the greatest. Okay, yeah. So today I look at I'm, I'm looking at the news. I'm seeing all these foolish things. The mayors, the 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 governors talking foolish, you know. And my mm-hmm. question to you to open it up. What's the most disturbing thing that you see? Ministry, church, mm. our brothers and sisters in Christ doing and not doing. So it's kind of like a two-part question. The most disturbing thing yeah. that you do, when, when you see this pandemic going on, what is the church doing that's disturbing to you? And what is the church not doing that's disturbing to you, Pastor? Well, I think the, the thing that, they, that disturbs me that they're doing is that they're allowing our, um, you know, the, the Bible tells us, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. Mm-hmm. They're allowing themselves to be conformed to the information that they hear over the news media, uh, the information that trickles down through the White House and through our uh, different uh, judicial systems. And then they're in embracing that and, and mm. losing hope or putting their hope on a shelf until they go mm. back to church. They're listening mm. to the quarantine. They're listening to the numbers. They're listening to um, the attorney generals and the, you know, mm-hmm. all the different people are talking about and giving us advice. 
Mm. giving the saints, the people of God advice. And I'm trying mm. to say, when are we <laughs> going to step up? <laughs> when are we going to step up and say, okay, listen, enough, enough. God is speaking. Now's the time that the whole world is at a pause or sitting still or made to halt so we can listen to hear a voice from God, a word from God. And we're not speaking, you know, the church is not really speaking. And is it because they closed the church? Or you know, because mm. it, it, they put bars on your on your physical location, it Come shouldn't on put now. bars on your spiritual Come location. You know, it sh- shouldn't do that. And so the Come power <laughs> that God was hoping to transfer from the pulpit to the pews is not mm. really happening. And it's a sad mm. thing because That's the this is the time for the pool, the pew power, to be exhorted around the world now, and even in our community in our neighborhoods, uh, we should be the ones going door to door, you know, uh, sure, handing out our masks, but also praying and letting people know this quarantine uh, gets me a good opportunity to catch you while you're home. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. The Lord Lord sets you up. The Lord sets you up. So now we know where you are. So we can go right to you (laughs) (laughs) instead of waiting for you to come. So that's the thing that gets me because our faith has now been made foolish because mm. the world looks at us as, you know, second class or they, they haven't even come to us for any advice, any Mm-mm. prayers or nothing like no. that. They go on to wall street. They're looking at the numbers. They're trying yes. to figure out how we're going to get back. They haven't even called the religious leaders in. No. To figure nope. out what's going, wow! I'm like, I don't believe this. So nope. the faith and foolishness, it it, it is yep. a paradox. It's, it's kind <laughs> okay. of crazy, but I thank God for just uh, my literal understanding of what He's doing. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen. Um, All right, go ahead, Lady K. My, my question to you, Pastor, is what um, in a few short weeks, how did it change your ministry? Well, I think, you know what, it's funny, and and it's funny because uh, I went through a a dark period a few few years ago, and we'll get to that later on, but I had pretty much came to the conclusion that I wanted to give up on, you know, pastoring, I didn't want to pastor no more, I went Mm, back to my home church in Mount Airy, I was too Mm. uh, hurt, I was too uh, distraught, and disappointed, mainly disappointed in ministry. And I didn't want to do it no more. I just mm. lost the, you know, mm. the zeal for mm. pastoring. And but the Lord uh, said, you know, I didn't tell you to give up. I didn't, you know, lift my mm-hmm. pastoral anointing off of you. Yes, sir. So you can say yes, what you sir. want to say. You can yes, do what sir. you want to do. But until <laughs> I lift my hand up off Ooh, of you, help me, help me. So to to answer your question, you know, how has it affected my ministry? Let me tell you something. It it um, regenerated. It, it's like a renaissance. Right. It's, it's, it's something right. renewed because now I'm ministering to more people than I had in my physical congregation. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So I'm, doing it. I'm doing it cross country. I'm doing it cross country. I'm doing it, you know, in so many ways. Be yes. a Zoom, uh, be a live stream and all this. And people are listening like, whoa. Yes. And the thing about it is, I, I said to myself, I said, Lord, I didn't see yes. that he'll take the, the, the foolish things, you know, yes. and to confound the wise. So yes, he will. when you yes, think he will. you have out, outthought God, 
odd. When you think you have, you know, got him figured out, he does something totally different. Oh and then my when God. I look over it, I say, wow, I thank God for this pandemic, you know, that the world wow. calls a pandemic. But I look at it as an opportunity Tony that Dave. God is doing some, some shifting. He's doing some, you know, rechanging or reorganizing and getting things together. And so he has, um, and I know it's not just me, but he's given a voice now to people that didn't have yeah, a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and he shut he shut the mouths of some of those who had a voice, you mm. know, in their big congregations or their television evangelistic mm. uh, services. <laughs> he he shut that down. But oh now other people God. like myself and others who haven't been able to talk are talking now. Okay. We're, we're all on the same, Whoa. even keel, even same page now. So it has been a blessing to so me, oh and I thank God for it. Oh my God, man! Pastor Stan, let me fifth Chris. I'm let you go into your second question, but let me just throw what it's in there. I just want to let you mm-hmm. know I want to receive an offering right now and bless you and go to bed because you have blessed my soul. Ask my wife. Same wow. thing that you're talking about. Yeah, what wow. happened to us? I wanted to quit. My wife was asking me, "Are you ready to quit?" Wow. And I was like, wow. didn't want to answer because I was too embarrassed to answer to yeah. her. Yeah. But, yeah. but in my spirit, yeah. I was like, "I'm done with these people. I'm done." Yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't want to do yeah. it no more. You know, just like Moses. Moses, I mean, he's yeah. like, okay, but yeah. you know, God, like I said, God spoke and said, no, 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 no. If that, if mm-hmm. that door closed, if they not responding, mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. like you just said. Oh, my God. Yeah. You Let me stop talking. Just a quick answer. Listen, I, 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 feel you, I, I feel you. I feel you, Pastor Ray. Well, <laughs> you know, you just, <laughs> you really stirred me up because when you said this was a few years ago, the yeah. very thing that God gave me a few years ago was campaign comeback. Mm-hmm. And he had me teach campaign comeback for almost a year. Mm-hmm. Campaign wow. comeback was about church hurt. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. I need you to imagine this pastor. I mm-hmm. am the first lady, but God mm-hmm. has ordained me to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. So that is my gift to teach. And so yes. I, God had me putting out questions like, you know, uh, about church hurt and, you know, mm-hmm. are, when you left the church, are you, did you leave God? Those questions mm-hmm. like that that I put out, mm-hmm. you know, on Facebook, just asking questions. Now, mm-hmm. I had some members come to me and say, you know, what happened? Are you hurt? They, they got offended. Wow. Got but I'm offended. like, God wow. is the one, they got offended, but mm. God is the one that told me, you need to have a campaign because my people need to come back to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not even yeah. knowing, this was 2018, mm-hmm. not even knowing that 2020 was going to be the greatest comeback of all. Mm-hmm. 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 So when you, wow. when God moves, we don't even realize really what God yep. is doing. But mm-hmm. he was doing that. And just like you said, just a few years ago, you were like, I'm ago. ready to quit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm throwing it in. But God has set up a great comeback just years wow. later. Amen. Wow. I'm about ready to raise an offering for her to come back. <laughs> <laughs> because, I know you think I got another question anybody, for you. Yeah. <laughs> anybody Go ahead, Lady campaign, they can have a fundraiser. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's I know right. that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my, my other question for you is, because in ministry, you know, a new level is a new devil, and we know mm-hmm. that. We understand yes that and so mm-hmm. how are you how do you keep building because i know you're building so how do you mm-hmm. keep building on what god 
God has given you? Well, I, I think the key now uh, is funny because I, I really, I, I didn't, I barely graduated high school, but God mm. had poured into me. He gave me so much knowledge and wisdom. And, you know, he has taken my, my mind to a different level. But it wasn't until uh, this year um, we, we have a religious institute at Mount Airy. Um, and the dean of the institute, she's, she's a real dean. She has master's degrees and a Ph.D. And she came to me and she said, you know, God wants you to be one of our instructors, one of our teachers. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know how to teach people. And that's like a collegiate thing. I don't know how to teach and um, mm. I, I feel uncomfortable. She said, no, no, no. God says you already equipped and prepared for it. Mm. Look at that. That's so good. I, 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 I taught from a book from Miles Monroe called The Purpose and the Power of Praise yeah, and Worship. I've heard of that. I've heard yeah. of that. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And, and so, so I'm, I'm coming to your question. The question is, how do I you know, get that play? How do I stay balanced? Or Let me tell you, the book focuses on the relationship that a worshiper has with God and God is desperately trying to get man back to have his, uh, a solid relationship with him. Over yes, again. Yes. So the only thing that has kept me and kept me going higher in ministry and higher in everything I do, whether it be my finances, whether it be socially, um, relational, uh, relational, uh, whatever it is, it's been my relationship with God has gotten closer, the closer I yes. get to him. Yeah, the higher I get. Yes, and it's 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 true, and we hear that all the time. We talking about eagles and talking about we don't want to fly around there with the chickens. No, no, no. But if you get closer to God, like I have, mm. you tend to not allow the weights. The weights can't even stick to you. You know, they like they just fall right off. And get the closer I get to God, the more I understand uh, the things of life. I understand the vicissitudes of things that happen and why they happen. And God trusts me more the closer I get to him. So I don't even worry about things. And it seems like uh, the joy of the Lord has become my strength, where the bitterness mm-hmm. and the hurt, the unforgiveness, all the stuff that was holding me down, the pains of, all, of going through ministry, that stuff, God has healed me from that and delivered me from mm-hmm. that. So now I'm walking with a new purpose, a new destiny. And, and as long as I hold on to him, I know that wow. I can't fall back there you go. to that level. There you go. Yeah, wow. as long as I keep wow. looking towards him, I can't fall back. Because the reality wow. is the enemy is waiting for us to turn around oh, yes. oh, and, yes. and lose, look at the wind, <laughs> look at the waves, look at all that stuff so we can start sinking. Yep. He's waiting yep. for that to happen because he can't do nothing with us. All he can do is watch us self-destruct by getting distracted from God. So I'm wow. my focus is with him. That's how I remain strong and do ministry Amen. even at this level. Amen. 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 Now Pastor, you know I got we got to jump in this book. Got to give you time to run this book because it's that no pain. No, I mean of course you hit on the football field, you hit in the basketball practice. I tell my I'm a basketball coach. I tell my I kids this, you know, but that's a physical thing, you know, if you're, if yes, it ain't sir. hurting, yes, your sir. muscle ain't developed. And I'm sure this yes. book is moving into probably the physical yes. part, but also moving to a spiritual thing, you oh, know, no, and I can't tell it like you can tell it. So I guess yes, if, if I want to put a question on this, what influenced mm-hmm. you, um, who mm-hmm. influenced you, or what situation in your life, just springboard mm-hmm. this book to where, okay, this has to be on paper, 
and it's going to be a blessing to anyone that pick up this book and read it. Go ahead, Pastor. Yes. Well, I, I know being in a dark place at, at my time because I felt that um, the Lord was trying to show me something. Like the Apostle Paul, he told Ananias, he said, listen, I have selected someone by the name mm. of Saul. I want you to go down there and pray for him because I've selected him to suffer many things for my name's sake. And so God does select certain people to go through difficult mm -hmm. times and times that he knows that I need someone to go. He selected his own son, Jesus, to go mm -hmm. through a horrific death on Calvary. So mm -hmm. my, my mindset was, you know, I just thought, got real proud and, and real excited about ministry and doing real well. I'm married, got three beautiful daughters and the church is doing well. Everything is doing good. I'm like a, beacon of hope to people. But what happened was I lost sight of who God was. Um, okay. You know, church. the church became my baby. The church became my responsibility. The church became mm -hmm. something that I thought I had to run. I had to keep it going. I was pouring money in it, you know, giving my own funds, make sure the lights were on. I was shoveling oh, snow. Oh, we know. I was, mm -hmm. uh, I was fixing roofs. I was helping people, you know, that got evicted, giving them money to get back into the house, buying cars for people, doing whatever people needed, you know, paying musicians you know, that, that, you know, Amen. and, and mm -hmm. doing all these things and, and not seeking God. So after about t 10, 12 years of this, God says, okay, enough is enough because Ooh. you're becoming their God. Mm, you're wow. becoming their God. So wow. he started allowing <laughs> holes and turns people coming and going in ministry, people leaving. And, you know, because I didn't know because my mind said, you know, God gave me something. I got to take care of it. But God said, I never told you Amen. that. And, and Amen. if you would have spent more time in prayer, just instead of more time trying to uh, get your mind together and develop a plan because of your intellect or because of your connections or because of the people that you know, you never see me in prayer no more. I never talk to you as much mm -hmm. as I, you know, used to talk to you. Now you got it. You're just running with it. So God said, you don't need me. So then he got jealous and he just tore it down. He just tore it down. Wow. <laughs> he just tore it down wow. to, to where yes. is that I couldn't. He, he took me off that job. He says, no, you know, that, that finances that you get, you make a lot of money, but I'm going to take you off of that. I got fired from the job wasn't making the money no more, so I couldn't pay the light bills at the church. Oh. I couldn't give well, people advance. On. I couldn't give them money. <laughs> I said, "Wow!" So stop, you know, I'm telling you, he took me <laughs> oh right away. He said, "Okay, I'll take it away from you until you can't oh do it no more." And wow. so I found myself <laughs> in at the crossroads. But he didn't stop there. He allowed some things to happen. Even I was writing the book uh, about my, you know, some things I had hit deep inside of me, unforgiveness, because I had a father who was mm -hmm. abusive, and I talked about a father figure, a uh, father's image, abusive. My mom left them when I was three, and I hated my father for 50 years, and I, you know, it's like, I just never want to meet him again, so what happened, I remember a couple of years ago, I was in a revival in Jacksonville, Florida, and on a Wednesday night, I'll never forget it, uh, you know, we called the altar call, people came, one man came, he gave his life to the Lord. Then the man looked at me and said, you don't, rem you don't remember me, do you? And I said, no, I don't remember you. Mm. He said, I'm your father. And I, I wow. stopped. Father? Yeah, I'm your father. God allowed my natural-born father, who I hated, who was abusive to my mother for years, to get saved, 
and, and sanctified before he left this earth. And God well, says, now, I forgave him. I forgave him. Now, what about you? Because there were some prayers that God would not answer from me because I had unforgiveness. I had a lot of things mm-hmm. hidden deep mm-hmm. inside of me. And I didn't know why my prayers weren't answered when other people's prayers were answered. And I know that God heard me. But God said, yeah, I heard you, but I wasn't going to answer it. Because how dare you, you know, talk about, you know, preach about forgiveness, but yet harbor unforgiveness as much as you did. And it wasn't until my father, he used my father to get saved under a son that he really didn't even call his. He didn't even want me. (laughs) I was the youngest boy. Wow. he He didn't even want me. But at the same time, I was the only child that came and was at his bedside. I was down there with him before he passed. I reconnected with him. He got saved. I came to Christ under the ministry. And God says, don't, you know, don't try to figure me out. I'm God. And I'll do mm. things in a way that will last eternity, last throughout eternity. And and these wow. are the things that I write in the book to help people. And I'll just tell you this about this book. This book started out, I wanted to, I wanted to blast. I wanted to expose a lot of people who mm. did me wrong. It even happened in, in my marriage. Um, I had a wonderful marriage. I thought was wonderful. But uh, long story short, we both were drifting apart and we became callous towards each other and even mm. callous towards the things of God. And we mm. didn't, I had no idea what was going on because I didn't speak her language. She didn't speak my language. Mm-hmm. I was going through my stuff. She was going through her, her stuff. And the church at, a, at, a, at large is known for keeping things when it comes to relationships underneath the surface. We don't talk about relationships openly yes. in the church. Yes. And, oh, no, I don't, you know, bishops and apostles and pastors, we don't talk about our business. We keep it like that. But people are hurting and they have nowhere to go. So the Lord showed me, he said, I'm going to allow you and your wife to go apart, separate and, and divorce. So I know you're going to speak about it. You're going to bring awareness. And notice I said awareness because initially yeah. I, wanted to ha- I wanted to talk about exposing people. But God said, no, when you find your brother or sister in a fault, you restore them in the spirit of love. Yeah. So restoring someone yeah. is about bringing awareness of an issue, awareness of it, not just pointing a finger and embarrassing somebody. Oh, I'm exposed that pastor because he ain't living right or she ain't living right. No, no, no. It's not about bringing somebody down, something detrimental to their livelihood or their spiritual growth. But let's bring an awareness because awareness is the truth of the matter is we have the highest rate of divorce. We have the highest rate of separation. We have the highest rate of remarriage in any organization, any groups in the world. But we got the power. You know, we have the power, but we have the problems. And so God is saying, son, (laughs) God is saying, Son, wow. you better you better talk about it in this book. So wow. what happened was, but here's here's the last thing I'm going to talk about the book, and I'm going to uh, share this with you. I, I told the Holy Ghost to guide me on this book. That's where I messed up at because this book was really about. I'm just going to talk about these musicians. I'm going to talk about the people that wasn't right and, and give me no support. Talk about my ex-wife and how she did this and that to me. Oh, she wasn't God. yielding and being subject to her husband. And the Holy Ghost said, you really want me to write it? I'm like, yes, sir. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, please. Mm, Speaking in Jesus. tongues and everything. 
Then the Holy Ghost said, okay, I want you to write seven chapters. That's the number of completion. Come on. Seven chapters are going to be seven principles of self-discovery. Every chapter, I learned some deep revelatory knowledge about myself that I didn't know. Now, you helping me. You helping me. Come on. And the Lord says, this is why people cannot be connected and joined together when they're in union or when they're part of a team, because Mm -hmm. they miss the very essence of what I'm trying to do. And that's have healthy individuals before you can be a healthy team. Wow. Amen. Wow. wow. Because we have people that are jacked up, but they want to partner with somebody else. That team is going to be all right. But you haven't dealt with you. You know, you haven't dealt with the issues that, you know, the hurt or abuse, the stuff that you've been carrying for years. My wife was carrying some stuff for years, and she's been trying to tell me in her own little way for at least 10 years. But I didn't know. Wow. I couldn't understand wow. it because I didn't speak the language. But now that the light bulb is on, now that I've been doing some studies, there's a guy, he is a, a psychoneuroimmunologist. That just means mm-hmm. he deals with the, with the mind, he deals with the emotions right. and the immune system. He deals with all that. His name is Dr. Nick Hall. I read his book, and it changed my life completely. When people say, well, how did you know so much mm-hmm. about women? I didn't just pick up the Bible and read it. God said, no, son, let me tell you, you're a triune, your mind, body, and spirit. There's a problem with, with, with church folk is that they always want to go spiritual, spiritual, spiritual. Mm-hmm. God is saying, what about natural? Man. There's some psychological things that you need to pick up a psychology book and figure out why you're acting crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's just true. That's you, real. you need a doctor. You- you need a dietitian to help you get that, that, that gluttony under control. Yes, you, need, exactly. you, know, you, you don't need nobody to lay hands on you. You, you don't need no more prayer. Yeah. You need, you know, you don't, you don't. <laughs> so this is, see, my, my hook, my, my, the, the thing that got me where I am today, because I'm a practical preacher. I, I don't try to, I'm not all theological. I don't try to get on to eschatology and genealogy, all that mm. stuff like that. I'm just oh my practical. God, I'm, like, you, I'm like a zookeeper. <laughs> A zookeeper. I know how to feed yeah, giraffes yeah. Yes. as well as feed yes. hippos as well there as feed go. monkeys and snakes. Yeah. Everybody's going to eat because you can be on everybody's level. You got to know how to feed everybody so you walk away with something. But this whole book has opened my eyes and I can't blame nobody, but I thank the wow. Lord for dealing with me. He put me on the potter's wheel again through all of these changes all of these different things that were traumatic in my life, but I saw that it was for my good. And my wife, she's she, my ex-wife. She's an awesome woman of God, and God has delivered her and healed her, and Amen. she's doing Amen. well. Amen. My daughters are great. Amen. And man, let me tell you something. That's awesome, if man. We all we have to do is tell our story. When people read my book, they go, Amen. "Wow, I see myself in that. I see where I did wrong." And I get man. so many people come back with testimonials and tell me, man of God, let me tell you something. Your, your transparency, I like the way you yep. were so clear. You didn't blame yep. nobody. You just like, you put it all out there. And I wish I had that before I crashed and burned. I said, but yes. it still ain't over. Yes. You still got breath. So let, let right. everything that have breath, praise the Lord. You still got breath. So God still can do something with you. 
But that's yeah. that's just a, in a nutshell without giving it all away because I still Ooh. want people to buy the book. Well, yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> let me share something with you. And, and, and my wife is right yeah. here. I'm, I'm telling mm-hmm. you. And if, if I'm a liar, if I'm lying, I'm telling the truth, she would say, no, mm-hmm. baby, that's not true. What you mm-hmm. just said is <laughs> like you've been sitting in our church. You, wow. I, I want to, I want to sue you. What's that thing when you copy of somebody's life and write it down? Yeah, yeah copyright, copyright. infringement. <laughs> yeah, because you are telling our story, man. You are wow. actually telling our story, and I mean, wow. I am loving it. I'm kidding. Hey, um, Jerry, you're gonna have to get Pastor Stan the back on another show, man, because <laughs> yeah. he got so yes, much stuff I would love to. that we, yeah. man, we got so much stuff that. We ain't ain't going to going to get to, and I have to get to this. I really have to get. It. We got okay. like what nine okay. minutes. I have to get to this, okay. Pastor. You okay. know, you said something that you you really, my wife, I read it about um your passion is bridging the gap between underserved communities and those yes. with more than enough resources. I just couldn't leave mm-hmm. here tonight without touching on that, and I tell you why. I have a ministry called Mighty Kings Basketball. I go pick mm-hmm. up kids from. The hood, about Dallas, mm-hmm. you know, um, wow. East Dallas, wherever. I go in my own car, pick them up. Some of these places, you want to get them kids home before dark. Okay? Yes, sir. But, but Coach Red go and pick them up. I take wow. them and they play in Plano, in Frisco, where kids mm. are privileged. And what you just said in that, I've taken kids like to practice, and mm-hmm. there are schools in that neighborhood, right? And I pull up to an elementary school on the north side, mm-hmm. and the kid that I just picked up from the hood, they like, ooh, is this a college? Wow. And I'm like, no, this is an elementary school. Wow. With a wow. with a football field and a basketball court wow. and and three gyms. I say, yeah, mm. it's a middle school. And they're wow. looking at me like, no, it's not. <laughs> wow. Wow. Because they haven't seen things like that. And the question I want to yes, ask you is and I don't know, this probably like, mm-hmm. this ain't no this ain't no deep question. It's just a simple question. What, what do we do? How do we change mm. that? Because if in every state, in every city, you got yeah. schools. Amen. This is schools now. This is school. This mm-hmm. ain't like, like mm-hmm. houses. houses. No, I this is understand. public school. Public this is school. public wow. school. The same yeah. public school in South Dallas and the same mm-hmm. public school in North Dallas. The North mm-hmm. Dallas school has two gyms, a football field, wow. Uh, wow. a track, and uh, the South Dallas mm. Mm-hmm. Who don't have, they have a grass dirt, a dirt field out there. Mm-hmm. Go play on it. Mm-hmm. So how do we, yeah. what do we do? Where do we go? Who do we write to? I mean, I mean, what do we, how yeah. do you change that? Because that, that's one of the things that really bothers me. And, and I'm like, yes. like okay, yes. what do I do? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 well, first of all, Jesus said the poor you're going to have with you always. That, that, mm-hmm. That's one thing we have to first understand. There's going to always be a harvest out there for someone for us to reach and to reach backwards and pull them up higher because that validates who we are as messengers and as servants Mm -hmm. of the Lord. Okay. Okay. See, when we see, and that was, that was just for you to let you know, you know, your labor is not in vain. So um, when we see people like that um, and God always has just a remnant, a remnant, I tell people all the time, never look, look, look larger than the picture. Because sometimes you just need that question, can anything good come out of Nazareth? And even mm. if you just get a team, a few guys, a few guys, you just like those lepers, those 10 lepers. 
if you just get a few people to change their lives, maybe one might make it. Maybe one might come back and say yes. something. But yes. this is the the system that the world um, is 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 involved in, and they try to get you sucked in it. So my my suggestion to you is try not to allow the system to mm-hmm. cause your spirit to become tainted okay. or become, you know, like dreary, Thank like, you, you know, Thank what's you. going on does. here. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the system is designed to do that because they, you know, okay. one thing about it is that's how they keep their foot on our neck. But mm. when we start thanking God for mm. the little flour that we have and a little butter, yeah. a little, you know, milk, and yeah. we're going to make this biscuit yeah. with me, my whole team, we're going to chop this biscuit up and we're going to eat it. And because I did the same thing, I did the same thing, man, about 10 years ago to some boys in the hood. And and here's the thing. I didn't take them to the upper north side. I took the boys in the hood to a Christian basketball team, Christian basketball league that and in the championship played the card that or Stanton's team is they're not church members anyway. They just guys he got from the hood. Come, come on, and, and, and come on, man. And so, I'm about to hang up on so, you, Pastor. No, you can tell you something. These men, these they the church, the Christian league. When they got to the championship, the the, the judges and all of the referees, we're gonna disqualify Staten's team My because they're God. not church members. He just got them oh, from the hood. Jesus. Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Jesus, you know? right? Jesus, 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 Jesus. When you take them guys to the palace and let them see what the possibilities, oh what you have God. done, you have sown seed. You have sown seed into the to their, their mind and let yeah. them know, man, I yeah. don't have to go out here and sell drugs. If I study right. school, I can oh go. God. I can be in college. I can God. go, you know, to a high school like that. I, you know, I I can be somebody because Coach Red told me I can do it. He showed me what something better on okay. the other side. Okay, you know, and. Let me tell you something, man. That's invaluable. What you're doing is you're you're sowing something you, sir. that cannot be replaced. Thank you, sir. You getting frustrated at what you. you saw? Yeah. You get. Let me say this. You getting frustrated at what you saw, but those young boys are getting happy. They're dreaming about what they right. Saw. Right. You know? Right. Yes. Right. You're right. My you're right. goodness. Says back like, oh no, they're gonna win. They're gonna 
gonna get it this time. They're gonna score this time. Oh man, they blew it. I'm a young pastor too, Pastor Stone. I'm a young pastor. That destroyed me. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. what? No, why? We don't need to be taking into care of nobody. Kids, they're not no members. They don't come to church. Wow. I was blown away. Like, is this what ministry is? And I was done. Pastor, here's the last question I want to ask you. I got, I got to ask you this one because this is. And I'm let you have, and then the past after this, we're gonna have you do your website, do your whatever you have on okay. social media. We're gonna have you do okay. it. But this question, I have to get to you. I have to get to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm Jerry. I'm telling Jerry now. He's listening. <laughs> Give me another a date, Jerry. Bring him back because yes, we sir. ain't even halfway done asking what we need to ask. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. To come back. Here, here's a question. Yes, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. What suggestion would you give believers? of a small church, of a small church, right? Mm-hmm. In everything we just talked about, in the time mm-hmm. like this, and with the gap that they see between the, you know, economic gap between um, the north mm-hmm. or the south side, the east or the west side, whatever city you live in, mm-hmm. what encouraging suggestion, what encouraging word, or what suggestion could you end in this program with to tell them to, like, okay, hear this scripture, this, here's what it, mm-hmm. it compares to, here's what we need to do. What, what suggestion would you give people that's right now listening or will listen later on? You say, you know what, I'm in the same situation. I'm in this church. Mm-hmm. We ain't got the money to really help nobody. People complaining. Mm-hmm. They, they, don't, they don't like this. And then I see the disparity between up top, up bottom. This is like the, the health situation between black and white, and it's coming out now with mm-hmm. the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. let's go back to that, which said the gap between the communities mm-hmm. And the social differences, the the the, um, uh, the economy, the difference, the common difference between that area. What mm. encouragement could you give right now, or what word of wisdom? Because I know you have it. What word of wisdom could you not only for them, but wait a minute, Pastor, for me and my for wife? All of us. <laughs> yeah, for all of us. Yeah, I got you. I got Amen. you. Amen. But, but but what I would what I would say is is think about you know, how God does things, the formula with God. The children of Israel were like the people, like you said, that didn't have the children of Israel when they were in Egypt. But the Egyptians and all the taskmasters, the slave masters, they had it all. So here's the, here's the thing I would like to say is that whenever you find yourself in a position where you really don't have and people are putting, you know, um, their foot on your neck or making things mm-hmm. worse for you by not helping mm-hmm. you out, the Bible says this. The more they put on them, the more they multiplied and grew. That's right. Because That's so, right. so what, what, what I would tell people, I would tell people that find ways of still growing. Because there, there are many different ways to grow. And w- the way mm-hmm. God wants us to grow, for real, to multiply, is spiritually first. And then because you first seek okay. the kingdom, you know, then okay. everything else will be added to you. Then you will learn some wisdom and ways to survive where they thought they would kill you or you would die off. They thought you would, you know, your community would be a war zone by now. And most of the mm-hmm. guys would be in prison mm-hmm. by now. Mm-hmm. Most of the people would be sickly by now with coronaviruses by now. You would have wiped yourself out. But after a while, the politicians and the people there are going to be like, wow, just like they said the children of Israel, they are still growing. After a while, they outnumber us. We're going to have to do something with them because they're going to be the ones that's going to the voting polls and will vote us out of our position. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> if we want to stay, if we want to stay in our seats of power, we better yep. start listening to them because now they outnumber us because they multiplied. But my main thing is multiply in areas that the enemy would not even see because they didn't they didn't recognize it until it was too late. They were now now they outnumber them. So multiplying your thinking. You know, we might not have no Thank money, you. but guess what? We're going to pool our Thank resources you. together. Thank you. We're going to tap Thank into you, some things. We're going to start keeping our money in this community. I'm going to buy from your store and send my people down here to help keep those dollars in the community, to help one another out. So we have wow. to do that. And after a while, by and by, we'll start seeing the growth within our esteem. See, because mm-hmm. our steam level got to rise. Because they're breaking us down <laughs> mentally and emotionally, you know. And then our growth level in our children as they study, you know, the grades going up now. We're telling them that you can. You are smart. You are intelligent. You are beautiful. Girl, you don't need that. You don't need him. You don't need her. Come on now. Let's work. Education. You can do sports. It's not too late. You don't have to do drugs, you know. Destroy your body. Man, we... We have so much in this body that God gave us, in this mind that God mm-hmm. gave us. All we got to do is trust him and believe him and watch, mm-hmm. watch us grow. Because we have came through so much in the past, oppression, segregation, uh, you know, abuse, everything. Everything they tried, we're still right. here. <laughs> wow. Okay, wow. That's amazing. Hey, hey, Pastor, I am absolutely yes, in love with you right now, man. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, I, 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 I would love to be under your ministry. I, I, yes, I know your people are blessed, you know, because Hallelujah. there's so much wisdom. Sister Chris, in what, the 40 minutes we have talked to you, you have wow. out so much wisdom. You actually been Hallelujah. in, I, I can't even explain it, man. And like I said, there's so many more things that we'd like to ask you and have your input on. Yeah. And for the third time again, I'm begging Jerry, schedule him yeah, back, uh, Jerry. We would love I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back for Jerry. Yes. Jerry got me. I'm, tell- Jerry got <laughs> I'm me. telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> but but here's here what I need you to do right now. I need you okay. to okay. Um, I need you to right now share with the people mm-hmm. how they get your book, where can they order from, your, if okay. you have a website, if you have a social media, yes. whatever you have. It's on you now. Go ahead, Pastor. Okay. Well, they they can, you know, hit me on Instagram at email.stanton on Instagram. They got me on Facebook at Emil Andre Stanton, uh, YouTube, okay. Emil Andre Stanton. But the book is called My Pain, Your Gain. Uh, it can be at all the outlets. It's at Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, Walmart, eBay, you name it. But here's the best place that God wants people to get it. He'd rather you, you cash at me directly because I will sign it. I will anoint the book, pray over it. I will personally yeah. autograph it for you. And that's all you got to do is cash at, cash at me, $20. Go and cash at the dollar sign, email Stanton. And my name will pop up, put $20 in there, and that book will be at your door in two days. Because okay. I go right okay. away. Amen. I go right away. Uh, that, that's a $20 seed that everybody, I, I got some testimonials coming out. I got some, uh, you know, uh, I got a workshop. So I'm going to do the seven principles of self-discovery, preaching engagement, teaching engagement. Amen. I'd rather teach more now because listening to you guys, uh, you know, I'm going to do something, uh, webinars and, uh, you know, different okay. things that, with this virus. And we're going to start right, 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 doing right. some great, right. great things. 
uh, Apostle Vero Howard, uh, she's the one that really stirred up the fire, the coals. You know, it's like, no, sir, you, you got too much in you. I got to start telling people everywhere about you. So uh, she knows yeah. Jerry and, and Jerry, you know, said, okay, because the woman of God, you know, says, he said it with such authority, uh, I'm going to give this guy a shot. And you guys start loving on, you know, the anointing that God has on me. And I believe that the, your listeners today is like, who is this guy? You know, and God yeah. giving voices to people <laughs> with no face. With no Amen. face, he's come giving voices on, now to people with yes. no face because the people with the face that they know of ain't really saying too much right now. And you come know, on. so God is saying, you, God oh, is saying need another now. <laughs> but I love okay. you guys. Uh, thank hey, you. Love like you like too, I say, Pastor. You give me all the social media networks, but go to Cash App, Dollar Sign, Email Stanton. Do that. Order your books. And God will okay. bless you. I'll send this book out with autographed copy. And you can't get this no autographed copy from Amazon. Amen. Right. No. Amen. Right. Matter of fact, they're Amen. gonna keep half the profits anyway. You know, that's I true. Amen. That's true. You know, that's you know, true. Without it. So I love Amen. y'all. I'm, I'm telling you, hey, evangelist, love you, you, guys. you're doing a great job. And your you know, husband, Pastor Red, don't worry about it, man. Keep doing it because we got so Amen. much stuff to talk about that Jerry has to bring us back on now. He has thank to. you, thank you. Hey, we're well, going to get out of Amen. here because Jerry got to get to the next show. Yes. And I just want to let you know, man, add two more fans to your list because yes. we love you love and it. you are blessed to it. us. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. We'll talk God to you later. Talk to you soon. Be blessed. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Jerry Worldwide Podcast. Hi, this is Sheila Moore Piper, and you're listening to Jerry Ross Live on Positive Power 21. Can you feel the power? Mm-hmm.